0: Welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease at age 35 in 2014.
1: And I'm your other co host, Judy Yaris. My husband Sandy had Parkinson's disease for 18 years, and I was his care partner.
0: Today's episode. We'll be talking about what happens when you run yourself ragged. Mm,
1: This is a good one, Travis. I can relate to it on different levels here.
0: (laughs) Yes, but first, RPD-101 or... Fuck, I've got
1: Parkinson's. How am I going to get everything done that I need to do? I'm a multitasker. I do 20 things at one time. I'm always multitasking. I always overbook myself. I always try to cram more than what I think is humanly possible for any one person to do. And now I have Parkinson's. How the hell am I going to do this? Well, guess what? You might not. So (laughs) just a little... I think Travis used the right word, cautionary tale here, is that you might want to take a moment, be a little mindful about how you've been feeling. Clearly, you just got a diagnosis, which means you've probably been feeling like crap for a while. You may be starting some new medication, which may also make you feel like crap. And it's going to take some time for your body to adapt. So for those of you that love to multitask and overbook yourself and run crazy all the time, see if you can take a breath and give yourself permission to just slow down. It doesn't mean that you're going to be slow forever. However, you might be a little bit slower. And we'll talk about that today, I'm sure. But the truth is, this is the time where you have to just take a moment, take a breath, and really look at what you're capable of doing right now at the moment, not in five weeks from now or five years from now, because it's, you have no idea what it's going to be like. So my suggestion is slow it down, take a moment, be okay with the fact That you slow it down for the time being and it will get better and you will be able to do more things again.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Judy. I think that um, I am a living example of what happens both when you try to stack too much on your plate and also when. You've got your meds dialed, your sleep dialed, your exercise dialed, and you put in the effort. You can get a rather impressive amount of stuff done. I'm coming off of finals week, as you know, and I have had Finals in five of my six classes already. Wow. And I am exhausted. Yes. But I am here to tell you that it can be done. Even though my PD has been giving me a lot of trouble lately. I've managed by hook or by crook to pass all of those classes. So, woo-to-woo. Woo-hoo
1: to you, Travis. (laughs) If we had an applause button, I would applause, but I'll just do it this way. I know I've seen you, and I've seen how you have struggled over the last few months. You've had some pretty rough days. And you've been working really hard, not only just to pass your classes, but you also had a show. You had an art show, an installation at Pasadena City College, which I was fortunate enough that I got to see. And it's really amazing work, very different than what I've known your work to be. And I can imagine that it feels so overwhelming so much of the time. When you're in the middle of it, setting up for your art show, trying to study for finals, getting your portfolio together. And all of that combined, it's deadlines, more deadlines. But, you know, I, I think if you approach it much the way, and I know that this is how you have approached everything, much the way you do when you're getting ready to do a climb, that you plan a bit. And you get things in order so that if you have problems physically and you're feeling really crappy, you have some backup for yourself as to how to restore yourself so you can or not even restore. Maybe it's restart. Is that good? Or recharge yourself. Maybe that's a, those are better words than restore, um, where you can... Keep going and do all of this stuff and and get through it.
0: Right. and eventually persevere and accomplish those things that I set out to do.
1: Yes, I mean, I remember with Sandy that he when he had something coming up that was really important to him, he would really push hard to get it done if he had to finish something he was writing or he was going to have a comedy show and he had to finish working on that, he would do some crazy hours and push through a lot of difficult times and he would get through it. And I think after the fact, he might sort of fall apart for a few days. It would take him some time to regroup and and get some rest and figure out how he was going to start his next project. But he always managed to do it. And I never quite understood what it took. You know, it's sort of when you have that adrenaline rush. And with PD, I don't think you really get that adrenaline rush much the way people do in um When they're working on a project and they're excited, I mean, I think you get excited, but you still have those dips in dopamine that make it that, okay, we don't care if you're excited. We're dropping off now, and you got to just lay back for a moment.
0: Right, but I think it is also worth mentioning that doing fun and worthwhile things increases your dopamine production. Yes. And so it is Um, one of those things that I wish I could have a little uh, meter on the side of <laughs> my wrist to tell me, like, oh, your dopamine levels are dropping now. Better medicate. Maybe we need to contact Apple and see if this can be something for the
1: Apple Watch. You know, they're doing a lot of crazy stuff with it. I mean, it's, it's interesting because you do have a tendency when you are really focused on something you want to do and you like to do, somehow you can do it. And I don't know... And I think that's true for all of us. When we like doing something, we're having fun, we're enjoying it. There's joy. We feel productive and we don't want to stop. And I think that's always true for a lot of people. And when you have PD, sometimes you go like, well, how the hell am I going to make this work? Because even though I love it and I know I want to do it, my symptoms are bad now and I'm not going to be able to get through it. But I think if you just don't even think about your PD and you just try it, it's not to say that it will be totally successful and you're going to do it the way you have always done it. There may be some alteration in how you approach your project, but people still meet deadlines and they still get a lot of shit done.
0: Yes. And, For me, it's sometimes a matter of having to time the bounds. You Mm -hmm. know, when my hand gets really bad tremors, and I know that you've seen it, Mm -hmm. my hand will all of a sudden... Pick the moment that I'm pouring coffee (laughs) or the moment I'm trying to scoop out powder for my morning shake to just start whacking back and forth. It is like a short, violent tremor that is really aggressive and sometimes... I can uh, stretch it out, and other times I've just got to time the bounds. Right. And
1: sometimes you do just have to do that. You just have to go with it and know that it's not going to change at that moment. But if you wait a few minutes, it could go away and it can change. Maybe that's sort of the messaging that we're trying to get here is, don't give up completely. Give it some time and try it again. And I think that you can accomplish a lot if you just stay focused on what you need to do. And, and you know, focus is a big issue with people with PD because we know executive functioning and cognitive issues occur and there's problems with that. So how do you stay focused when you're having these cognitive declines where you're not sure exactly what's going on your little you know the uh, fuzzy head that we talk about sometimes and it's difficult to be able to push through something like that but it can be done and you're a prime example of someone who's done it because i've watched you the last few months have all of this work on your plate and trying to do the podcast and wanting to wanting to do the podcast and having issues with spasms and tremors and all these things, and medication issues where you were having some problems with your meds a while back, maybe six months ago, four months ago, where you were really struggling with it. And somehow you just kept saying, We have to do this. We have to do this. I have. And I, maybe the mantra was, I have to do this. And that allowed you the space to keep going. And maybe do it a little differently than you might have done it previously.
0: Right.
1: And and that's good. You know, that that's what we do. I mean, I do the same thing. I think I burn myself out. I've always done that. I run, 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 run. You know, someone said, oh, do you ever have, it's when I talk to people that have insomnia, you know, and they go, oh, I can't sleep at night. And I'm going, man, I hit my bed and I am out. I put on a meditation and I don't know that I've ever heard the end of it ever, you know, because I go from the time I'm up to the time I hit that pillow. And I do have some days now where I get up and I go, yeah, I am not jumping out of bed this morning. I was always the quick one to like, just jump out and go, oh, hello day. I'm ready to start. But, but now I give myself permission someday. So I think I'll listen to a podcast or I think I'll read a little bit or I'll think, look at some social media maybe or, and I'll do a, a meditation now. I'll do something different. And I think it's okay for us to switch it out a little bit. There's nothing wrong with taking a different approach to
0: how we live our life right and while I would not want to um live at the current pace and workload that I've had this last semester I'm very glad to have done it and knocked out a bunch of work, and not have to come back and do that again, so.
1: I mean, you carried a heavy load, Travis. You, you took a lot on, and rather than dropping a class, you decided you were going to see if you could really make this work. And sometimes you do have to drop a class. I mean, that happens with students all the time. And sometimes when you start a project with work, you may have to say, I think this is out of my league at this moment. I think I'm taking on too much. And dial it back a little bit. I don't think there's, that people think less of you. Um, I, I love this one Uh, class that I do an online class and she's always saying self-care is so important and she talks about self-care but she says this is your sanctuary this is your time for you and we don't always want to give ourselves time for ourselves we just don't we don't want to take that time that self-care is really important and so you can push and you can have these crazy few months, but now you can allow yourself a few days to kind of just, let me regroup a little bit. Let me take it easy. I don't have deadlines. Let's see what that feels like for a couple weeks, maybe even just a week, but give yourself permission to do that.
0: Right. Absolutely. I am looking forward to sleeping in. Yes, I haven't done that since I started the semester.
1: Right. I've always been amazed because sometimes you're saying, oh, we can record at 8.30 or 9, and I'm going, man, he's like up early. <laughs> and I know you're up late, so you go to bed late. So it's like, how does he? how are you doing that? But you've managed to do it, and I think that's a really great thing for our listeners to understand that it can be done. Sometimes you pay a price for pushing. Like I used to say that when we would have family come into town or we'd we'd have a lot of events going on and Sandy would just push, push, push. And I would say, you can do this, but there will be a price to pay for it at some point. You're going to crash and burn and that's okay because then you can just let yourself relax. For a few days and catch yourself up. And I do that for myself as well. You know, I, I had, I gave myself one day. I can't remember what day it was last week, but I just gave myself a day off where I had no commitments to anything. And I played around in the garden a little bit and I allowed myself to read a little bit, to take it easy. And it was nourishing for me to have that day. I didn't drive my car the whole day. And that was pretty remarkable living in Los Angeles to not get in the car for one whole day, you know, for 24 hours. Pretty unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, I think those are the things that we just don't even think about how stressful all of this can be for us.
0: Absolutely. And can we talk about
1: stress, Travis, and what it does with Parkinson's? You know, there's a lot of conversation out there about stress and how it's bad for us and it it can affect your heart, it can affect your brain. But when you have Parkinson's, stress is a big time activator to create more symptoms for you. And so that's why the focus of mindfulness and people taking time to to regenerate themselves and refresh themselves is so critical.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad I did not choke on that piece of licorice. I tried to (laughs) sneak in there while you were talking. I
1: know. I was sort of nervous about that, Travis. (laughs)
0: <clears throat> but it's just one of those things with D, I've, I've gotten so used to being tired all the damn time from not being able to sleep that it gives me a little uh, strength, if you will to stay up most of the night working on a photography project. And I'm already best friends with my energy drink distributor. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you are. I mean,
1: having a little buzz like that of caffeine... (laughs) can help you frequently. We have dogs barking today, so sorry about that, folks. You know, when I was cycling, I used to love these gummies that they had that were great for energy bursts. They had a a little bit of um, electrolytes, and they had the sugar in it and the carbohydrates, so you'd eat one before you were going to go up a big hill or a few. But um, I also found that I like them so much, I wouldn't save them for the time when I really needed them. And so I had to stop using them. It was like, I love gummy candy. So that took care of that. Unfortunately, I've been very careful with it these days. But um, it, it's interesting. You know, if you can, sometimes you can use a little something just to help yourself. And sometimes a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in the afternoon can give you that little burst to get through till you're going to go to sleep at night and prep yourself for, for your bedtime. Amen. So hopefully, Travis, you'll kind of get yourself back on a schedule of sleeping, going to bed around the same time, allowing yourself to have some quiet time where you're not thinking about your projects. And you're letting your mind relax a little bit.
0: Spoken like a very good friend, but (laughs) not one that knows the mind of an artist once the idea is set. I, I understand. I do know the mind of an artist.
1: Absolutely. And I understand how hard that is to stop midstream. So you'll have to see, because I know you've been excited about this new project and the way you're doing your art now is a very exciting process. And I know it takes a lot out of you to do it. So you're constantly thinking of new ways of doing it and maybe even better ways of doing it and how you can get a different effect from it. And I think that's pretty amazing and cool that you're doing that. But I also know that you have a tendency to burn out. And you do have a climb coming up, right? In the next month or so? Is that um, right?
0: Not really a climb. It's more of an overlanding adventure. Oh,
1: that sounds like fun. What does that mean, overlanding adventure?
0: In short, it means you let the jeep or the truck do the hiking for you oh i like that that sounds like fun it is sarah has tricked out her toyota 4runner with extra steel plates underneath it rock sliders raised it up And put new shocks on it. And she built custom drawers in the back. And we are going to take that to the Overland Expo near Flagstaff. Wow,
1: that sounds like so much fun. That's going to be great.
0: It will be. So
1: you'll get to be around a lot of other people with tricked out
0: forerunners, right? (laughs) Forerunners, Jeeps, Jeeps. Ford Broncos. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This sounds like it could be a really great adventure for you guys.
0: It will be.
1: So you're planning the next event. So that's good. You're on to the next thing. Always, Judy, always. (laughs) Right. You're always thinking ahead, which is good, Travis. That's what we have to do is plan ahead and look forward to things that sound exciting and fun to do. And I'm all for that. I think everybody needs that in their life. Whatever that is that gives you a little bit of a buzz and makes you feel excited, That's what you should find a way to do it. And it's been hard for people because of COVID. A lot of people have not traveled and done all the things that they normally like to do. So things are a little bit better in some areas. And people are starting to get out and, and do these trips now. Travel is just starting to really come back.
0: Yep. Okay. That's all I've got for today.
1: Well, that sounds good, Travis. And I just wanted to reach out to our listeners and our supporters. If you like this podcast and you enjoy it, they can subscribe, right? You can subscribe to I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. You can write us a note. We've actually had some emails from some people recently that it's kind of fun to see who our listeners are, some that are people with PD and some people that don't have PD, but they might know a friend that has PD. So, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We respond to the emails and we hope that you have a great week
0: this week. And you can do that at show at indiepodcast.net. That show at indypodcast.net. Sounds good, Travis. And let's thank our
1: editors, Spencer Yaris and Kennedy Larson, for handling our social media. We love the new face.
0: Thanks, Judy.
1: Bye, Travis. That's a wrap. Bing!